0: Floor? Bullets ain't got names Ain't no foreign territory Like, whoo Shit Where from bad news? Everybody know the rules Kill a be kill, man, That shit is up to you Niggas out here, flat their everyday Kill your fucking family if you think you got away. Doesn't really matter where you living anyways Lurking up your ass, cause you probably fucking pray like, whoo Oh shit, nigga nail no it's closed, bitch. Shan Shan, now you never know shit. Where I'm from, VA, motherfucker. All about the news, we engaged, call us hunters. Talking fucking crazy, we be splitting up your down Broad daylight, if I see you near the sound. Land of the brave, if you wins, watch bleed. The Virgin Mary has got your mama on their knees to the face, it's the case on the loud. Doesn't always fly, but depends on the approach. Everybody lined up, wanna be a shooter. Wanna talk, talk tough and the bullets, start to chew ya. Wanna be Clay Curry shooting up the traffic. Y'all active, but y'all average. Some Hall of Fame dirt, never been a maverick. Better settle up before you get your ass of Paris. Land of these lost souls, living in the grave. Doesn't really matter if you think you got saved. It's the game, it's like...
1: So... I decided to go ahead and press this button. I haven't messed with Anchor, what, a good month or so before going on the trip. And all of a sudden, it's now Spotify Podcaster app or something like that. And let's just say I accidentally deleted one of the episodes. <laughs> Yay! Yeah, it was the most recent one. Um, the uh, episode 11 11? 11, uh, wait, 111? Yeah, and of course, I'm in an intimate moment, and I am actually booty butt naked at this time doing this podcast, getting dressed, because, you know, as I say, as freely as I feel this way, I always cut on the microphone at the most awkward times, is it I'm cooking, I'm taking a shit, or walking down the street, the podcast might get up getting cut on, and for some reason, i just been prolonging this episode, and it was supposed to be recorded in San Francisco. It was supposed to be this big live stream on Twitch, and God knows how long I've been on Twitch. Um, but I could have simply just did a recorded episode, but everybody was kind of jet lagged and Drunk. they were drunk the 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 day of of them coming in so um i forgot they were there for like what three days i believe technically i was there more than that i I came there a day before because i wanted my flight to be cheaper so if i would have came there the saturday of it would have been more money but, um, I don't know if this audio's picking up my voice because I see it going down and I know that's one thing, uh, that's been irritating the hell out of me and I know, uh, who this is that's probably listening right now. Um, so anyway, AEW revolution, let me just go ahead and say this, my time in San Francisco was fucking fun. All right, I love my time in San Francisco. I wish I could go back. Um, met a lot of great people there. Uh, went to a really good bar, uh, called Black Magic Voodoo Lounge. At uh, our, shout out to our bartender, uh, he was very heavy handed with the drinks, if you know what I mean. So you know, we picked a good bar to go to, you know, something to be remembered by, I should have bought a souvenir from that bar, to be honest with you, um, I had the drinks of 151, two 151s, follow up with two doubles of Tequila Sunrise, um, David, uh, who came with us, with me and Van, um, bought me a, a third Tequila Sunrise, and I was Buzz city. I wasn't drunk, but because I assumed 151 and woke up the next day like a murder victim. um, Yeah, I had the most worst hangover that I ever had in my entire life for quite some time. Where I literally like, you know how you like get drunk at one point and you like you're trying to walk. And you're zooming to one corner to the next... Com- That's what I was doing at the damn hotel. I popped up like the, like the rising dead. It was breakfast time. I was making the... Uh, sound. And I go... Zoom into corner to corner. Basically, plant to plant. Till I got to the aer- elevator. I go all the way down to the elevator. I get waffles. And like... Fucking, I don't know how many sausages i got i just know they sausage linked in the day before was the bomb diggity and this time they had sausage patties and i was not feeling those sausage patties (laughs) let's just say that so um basically i put them on top of my waffles being very hungover and i just went right upstairs and i devoured that shit left the plate there fell back to sleep Dumb niggas went downstairs. Then I got back. I was like, ah, I need more pain. <laughs> so I got back up, and I just walked towards the elevator. And I'm all I'm a little bit better now. I got some balance into me. And I'm like, ah, I need more. <laughs> it's like, damn, you're down here. Like, yeah. I was like, uh, cause they sent me a text saying, hey. So such so got the card. Come down here. I'm like, cool. Um, so I come down there, and you know, I get more food, and you know, that didn't do it. And then I order some McDonald's. Yeah, order like a a frappe for some reason uh, with Oreos in it and extra uh, espresso. Thinking that's gonna wake me up. Nah, nigga, I was down. I was out for the count. I was already in the shower. I already took the shower, everything. I was already dressed for the day. And I literally just laid there in sunglasses. I laid there till it was time to go. And all I needed was a little bit of fresh air. And that brings me to AEW Revolution. So we go to AEW Revolution and it's packed. It's packed as hell. And we go do the metal detectors, we take the pictures, whatever like that. Get the merch. We actually cut the merch line. Now uh, A lot of people are gonna be mad about that and like, yeah, what the fuck you doing, cut, cut, you know, cut, uh, cutting the merch line? Nope. We kind of just, <laughs> for some reason, there was an opening. Dan is big, okay? He's like six four, six three or something like that. He's a big dude. I'm a big dude. <laughs> There's two big dudes, i just really short, so, <laughs> compared to Van, so I'm behind Van, so there's just two big dudes. dudes, the dude, like, automatically just, you know, help us, you know, Van gets his shirt, I get, like, some items for my girl and her, her son, and, you know, I go ahead and... I got the uh scissor, the phone scissors. And um I'm like, all like, right. He's going to love this cuz she sent me a very cute video of him saying "scissor me daddy." They got he to say ass, but you know. <laughs> but I did. I said "scissor me daddy ass" in a video, so you know, it got cut off when I tried to upload it. But it is what it is. Now, you're probably going to hear me a lot better because I'm in the dining room. My room is connected to the dining room, to the living room, and the kitchen and all that stuff. I have a small house, but, you know, it's a house nonetheless. But I'm still not really dressed, so I'm putting on my work clothes at this point, though. So, <laughs> so right now, I had gotten to the underwear part. I had to dry off first. We We're in Michigan. Remember that. So, anyway, we get... To our seats, whatever like that. We're waiting for the pre-show. And while waiting for the pre-show, I'm still got a headache. I got sunglasses on. If you guys know that, you know, the lights fuck with me really bad. So I has I had I had came in there super fucking prepared. This time I had on fucking sunglasses and I sat literally behind the stage. Which is the best seating i can do i can if you saw the videos of uh, some of the videos i upload because i do not up, really upload to social media i might actually upload to my discord i keep forgetting i have a discord um so i might actually upload to my discord if it lets me um but anyway um, I couldn't see the, like, the full interest. I can only see them when they just get right on the stage. you ever played Fire Pro Wrestling, you know what I'm talking about. You get them right in the middle of the stage. They stand there for a little bit. The pyro goes off. And they walk down the ring. So, <laughs> yeah, it was a good view to watch the match, honestly. I I enjoyed it. Um, I enjoyed it a lot. For some reason, when you take pictures from the camera... Phone. It seemed like it's farther than what it is. It's not. It was really fucking close. Um, but let's go ahead and let's run down those matches. All right. So you had Mark Briscoe and the uh, and the uh. I was gonna say the what was it gonna what they called them the Lucha Briscoes <laughs> Hold on, I got a really funny text. The Lucha Briscos uh, against the Varsity athletes. I guess Ari Divari is part of the, uh, the Varsity athletes, whatever. Um, we're still waiting for the Varsity Blondes to try to fight to get their name back, but that's been months now. And I think Brian Pillman moved on. And we haven't seen Griff Garrison, so you know some people got secretly let out of their contracts. Let let you know. So. <clears throat> Anyway, so um, that was a pretty good, solid match. You already knew that Mark was going to go over. Um, it was a good match. It was good to see Mark is uh, getting the exposure that he's getting uh, with AEW. It it kind of it's kind of sad that it kind of came the expense of Jay's death for them to finally put. A. Briscoe on an A.E.W. show since they've been, you know, contracted for them um, for a while now. Um, I guess something Jay Briscoe said some years ago. I don't even fucking remember. I didn't have Twitter back then. So, you know, people, you know, people always try to find something to cancel somebody about. They still do. uh, You know, so. But anyway. That match happened. I think that was the only pre-show match. So we get to the first match. I think Hook and Stortley halfway was supposed to happen. For some reason, it didn't happen. You know, I I never got to see Hook live. I got to see Hook. But I, I never got to see Hook
0: live.
1: You know what I mean? So, um... But anyway. So, uh... That match was supposed to happen, but it didn't happen. Uh, so we go into Chris Jericho versus Ricky Starts and um, Jericho versus Start, Um It was a good back and forth match. Um, there was one part of the crowd. I don't know if they showed it on pay per view, but it was. It looked empty as fuck. Um, I'm not gonna lie. So I saw somebody with a gray sweatpants run through the crowd. And then I'm like, who the fuck is that? And everybody saw that. They all got excited. And, you know, he's, he's in a hoodie. You know, they think it is somebody about a debut or whatever. And then Sammy Guevara just kind of casually just walks down the ring. But, nope, it was a setup for a Rampage match. It was action Adrady uh, uh, Adrady, whatever the fuck his name is. He he jumps out of nowhere and beat up Sammy Guevara. Then Ricky Starts hits the Ram Shambo. On Chris Jericho and there are a few ends and you should already know this is the year of Jericho putting people over you know he ain't gotten really much to gain at this point he won the ROA's title last year but he got not much to gain he's going to put some people over on his way out you know what I mean like you know Jericho's the GOAT he already proven that you know um <clears throat> So the second match let's see if I can remember what the second match was uh, second match second match because the title matches came later. I believe God damn it motherfucker Uh uh-oh. go ahead go ahead and get away from my uh my phone my answer machines about to pick that up. So anyway, I'm in my bathroom now, so you guys won't hear my answer machine. So the next match was the final burial match, which I didn't know was going to be a final burial match. It was basically Christian Cage against Jungle Boy or Jungle Boy Jack Perry. Uh, We debated that he should be Jungle Man, which I thought that at the last full year, you know, when he grew the beard out. I thought he was. Junk. I thought he should have been Jungle Man, Jack Perry. You know, maybe when he grows that beard out, uh, when he gets a little bit older, when he hits thirty, let's just say that when he hits thirty, Jack Perry got to be either Jack Perry or Jungle Man, Jack Perry. <laughs> it just sounds so awesome. Like, come on, that's that's a T-shirt automatically being sold right there. Amen. You know, remember, you're a t-shirt company after all. <laughs> Where that for reference never came from. So anyway, this is a pretty good match. because is Christian's first big uh, match since, uh, what, 2020? 2020... I want to say 2022, 2021. Because he's been, like, dealing with a shoulder injury, right? Yeah, he hasn't really been wrestling that much. So uh yeah, he's been dealing with an elbow injury, whatever like that. And um so, you know, Jack Perry he did the c you know, um his mom and everything is sitting out there and and stuff and um he did the cor- corcetto, puts Christian in the uh castic and um boom, the casket actually disappears. It it drops which I'm pretty sure if I was Christian inside that cast, that, that, and it dropped like that, because it dropped fast, I believe, from where I was sitting, it dropped fast. It might have moved slow, but next thing you know, it just, boom, and there's smoke coming through, you know, and shit, you know, sports entertainment. Um, the match was solid. It was good. It was okay. It was what it was. Uh, I believe we Go into the, uh, the women's match. I do believe that. Yes, we do go to the women's match because I remember this. Everybody got up. Cause I might be missing a match. Cause I'm trying to go where the title matches were because they might have, they might have did something where war War-Lode and Joe wrestled. And then it was, um, you know, hangman or whatever. But they did so they usually like to do this. They like to do the title matches in glass. So, um like like a like a like a UFC kind of thing. So Jungle Boy not, I not mean not jungle boy. So um the women match came. I can't tell you too much about the women match, okay? Um, because that was bathroom break and getting more tacos time. <laughs> That, I'm I'm dead ass, I'm dead ass that was the time to go ahead and get a, I saw, when I saw the match graphic pop up, I got up I ain't gonna lie, I didn't have Soraya getting a title match this fucking early in her AEW career, come on man um, yeah nobody thought that that, that Jamie Hager was gonna lose, you know I mean, the surprising outcome was Ruby Soho turning heel, that was it but, you know, nobody was really excited about that match. I mean, let me just say it, you know what I mean? So, anyway. Um. Yeah, so we got to, um. We got up, so I got up, got upstairs. And now we're in this long-ass bathroom line. And <laughs> this guy behind me is fucking hilarious, okay? Okay. I was like oh everybody was thinking the same thing So y'all tell So I'm, I'm up here bullshitting with everybody I'm like so y'all telling me y'all hold y'all pissed Ever since the start of the show <laughs> Like yep And i was like So this is the bathroom break This is the official Brad bathroom break match She's like yeah it is He's like <laughs> My man behind me I don't know who I'm talking to Cause we're like cracking up After he says this He just goes shake twice and leave <laughs> I'm like, don't they want to wash their hands first though? It's like, <laughs> well, they should have brought hand sanitizer. I was like, oh lord. <laughs> so it took me a while to get back to my seat. I actually did not see this match in entirely, so I can't tell you. All I know is, Hater uh, Retain She retained Ruby Soho in a turning on the, uh, the originals, so they having this main event, mafia, NWO, um, storyline, you know, like, a TNA kind of storyline, something in TNA you would've saw in TNA, like, I, like, homegrown talent, you know, that shit, does that sound a little familiar, the main event, mafia, and the outcasts, the outsiders. I don't know. I mean, that sounds a little bit. I mean, I understand the the reference, but the execution, I don't know. But the, but it was explained later in perfect detail on Dynamite, which was great, great heel promo by Ruby Soho on Dynamite, by the way. Um. So after the bathroom break, we. Now, this is where I make a mistake, and I get two trays of tacos. Now, I had some tacos from Taco Licious, okay, at the Warriors Arena. And let me tell you, all right, okay, it's not a secret. I love Mexican food, okay? I love me some Mexican food. I actually love the culture as well, too. Matter of fact, my girlfriend, my current girlfriend, is legit Mexican, okay? So... I, I fucks with the Mexican food, like, all day, all right, so, when I saw, now, this is not going to be racist, okay, because I, I despise Taco Bell, when I saw a bunch of Mexicans back there and chef's coats, like, I'm serious, this going to sound racist as fuck, I saw nothing but Mexicans in chef's coats and a nice old Mexican lady at the cash register I I said these tacos gotta be fucking good I'm looking at the price like $16 for three tacos I'm like "Uh, that sounds about right if you want to get some good ass tacos like that like that sounds about right and I was like "Mm." mmm I was debating but she looked so sweet and innocent I'm like this sweet old lady I'm like you know what I'm going to go get me some tacos, so beginning of the show, I got the tacos, so I ate that motherfucker up, and then I was like, you know what, I'm on vacation, let's get two more, god damn it, so during, about, during that women's match, I got two more trays of tacos, okay, I ate the second tray, now, the third tray is about to happen, now, it's starting to leak red shit, okay, it's partly for the meat, but the reason why now I'm bringing this up because guess what's next? It's the Texas death match between John Moxley and Hangman Adam Page. And now I am debating about eating these fucking tacos and this old gentleman next to me is cracking the fuck up because
2: <laughs>
1: I said I, I said oh shit. <laughs> He already knew what I was about to say. He like, just bought those, did you? I'm like, yes, I just bought these. Man, this motherfucker's gonna start bleeding everywhere. Uh-huh. <laughs> so, for those that don't know, and, and, and people is gonna say, oh, it's, how do you become an MMA fighter? I'm a little bit screamish. Yes, I went to a death match, but I'm screamish. okay? I'm screamish as fuck. All right, so... I mean, let's just say the Texas stuff match lived up. I'm not gonna go ahead and go through all the fucking spots. Let's just say Moxley pulled out a fork at one point when when I'm trying to attempt to eat the taco. When I have it like right in the t- my mouth, this motherfucker starts fucking this motherfucker. I'm like, ah man, come on. And that that was it. That was it. I put the tacos like underneath my seat, then when I respectfully threw it away after the match. <laughs> But, I had called this finish right then and there. Um, I had called this finish right then and there. I thought um, Hangman was going to win by hanging Moxley to Moxley Pass Out. And nobody knew that, because we thought the Texas death match was a basically a last man standing match. We didn't know that it was... You know, it had submissions of all. You know, I think it was submissions or it was was it No, it was Last Man Standing pretty much. I thought that's what it was when Moxley and Lance Archer had it a couple of times. I think Archer and uh Hangman had a Texas Death match once. Um, so I'm pretty sure it's like last man standing or some bullshit like that. Um I think Moxley lost the majority of them, did he? In AEW, he did. He lost like two of them. He lost lost the IWGP US title to Archer in AEW. And he lost the one in... um, He lost the one against Hangman. And we're not going to talk about that death match between him and Omega. But uh, anyway anyway, we uh, so some people that's not familiar with Moxley likes the bleed. Moxley went on a little bit of a deathmatch spree while being AEW champion last year in GCW. He had some uh, death matches with Gage. Um, I think two of them. He had two deathmatches death matches with Gage. He might have had another one with somebody else. Um, it was pretty surreal and crazy. To have the current GCW and AEW champion going through these death matches, right? So, anyway, okay. I could have called it, I thought Hangman was gonna win where he got his name. Which he hung Chris Saban one time, and that's how he became Hangman Page in the Bullet Club. Okay, so when he wrapped that chain around hang, um, Moxley's neck, I'm like, this is it. This is the spot. I told the old man, like, this is the spot. He's going to pass out. Little did I know. I did not know Moxley was going to go ahead and tap. I'm like, oh. I didn't know there was any tap house in this mesh. And everybody tucked around and was like, I didn't know either, dude. I
2: was
1: like, <laughs> like, yeah, I, I didn't know. Like, wow. That's crazy. But I called it. He was going to hang him. Hangman was going to hang (laughs) The way I said it, (laughs) just had people cracking up. Um, So I guess I was starting to get into the show a little bit because I thought this show was still ass. Even though I got into it, I thought it was still a little bit of an ass. All right. So we get to Warlow against Samoa Joe. Now, I'll remind you, Samoa Joe is from California. I think Sin. Jose California. He's from SoCal somewhere. He's from somewhere in California. I don't know. He might be in the northern part of the California. He was a hometown boy. So you know that was pretty cool to see Samoa Joe for the first time in my life in person wrestle. Like I said, I got to see most of the ROH guys, even Eddie Kingston that I watched at Mount Mock College and at my job. With the Puerto Rican pants and everything, I was just telling Wrestling Versus the World this in the text message. Eddie Kingston's been my guy since day one, all right, since day one, since '07, all right. He's been my guy. So when I finally saw Eddie Kingston wrestle, I was, I was, I was happy. Now I saw him twice at this point because I saw him at the All Out Battle Royal and I saw him at the um, um, Full Gear against Punk, which. Was an awesome start to that match, by the way. But anyway, what was I talking about? Oh, we go to Warlow versus um, Samoa Joe. So you expect Samoa Joe winning this one, to be completely honest with you, because you have a feeling Hobbs is going to win it the next night or the next Wednesday night, and he ended up doing that. But what's the point? Just like everybody said, you have to really rehabilitate Warlord. Warlow take a really big loss. Now this feud is gonna go long because they're gonna say that oh, they react the part where uh, Aaron Solo breaks into Warlow's uh, car and and shit, and when clearly that was a reactment because the real part didn't. You know, it was the way Warlow was standing at it. seemed like it was outside his hotel. This looked like a parking garage, dude. So, like, anyway. <clears throat> so, Joe was dominating this match. He was dominating this match from, like, start to finish. Dude was just beating Warlow up, you know. Um, even had him in the Kokita Clutch, Warlow somehow gets out of it. Joe starts taunting Warlow. He starts doing the, uh, the, the signal to the power boss He tried to do it. Warlow gets out of it. And Warlow gets Joe's back. And we did not think Warlow was going to win with Samoa Joe's own move. Now, let me tell you this. Samoa Joe was dominating the match to start to basically finish. And Warlow B-Sylm with the rare naked choke or the Kakia clutch, his own move. And he was booed, okay? Booed, okay? For one... Samoa Joe's from California. Let me just reiterate that. All right. Unless they just did not want Joe losing to the hops, you know, um, in California. I can totally see that. But what's the point? You put the belt back on Warlow, make him a two-time TNT champion just to make him a transitional champion. Like Conan said, you have to rehabilitate Warlow first. Let Warlow get those wins. Hobbs should have went straight for Joe. Then got the belt. Put some legitimacy into powerhouse Hobbs. You know? Um, I didn't like the finish, you know, to the match. I was not a big fan of it. But you know what? What made up for it after that? Jeff fucking Jarrett. All right? We talked about it at the hotel room. And I say I have never seen Jeff Jarrett live. I've never seen him live. i never been to any of the TNA events. i ne- I, I never seen him in WWE. Because I, I, the last time I went to the WWE, to be honest with you, was in the 80s. <laughs> God, that's a long fucking time. And WCW, he was not there. He was in WWE when I went to WCW. So I have never seen Jeff Jarrett live. Um, So that being said, now I seen Jeff um, Jay Leto. I saw him when he got signed, but I've never seen his matches live. Um, Hold on real quick. I am texting. I am using a phone. So anyway. That being said. When his music hit. You know it's a blend between him and Jay Lethal. You're doo 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 The first person I see walk out. Is Sanjay Dutt. And. Sanjay is fucking hilarious. Okay. They're like This is also my first time. Seeing Sanjay Dutt live. I believe Dan Housen lie. Nope take that back. I've seen Dan Housen and GCW. Um, uh, I think I've seen The Acclaim. I've never seen Acclaim wrestled um, live. I have seen them in concerts. I have seen them in segments. Um, but I've never seen them actual live. So, um, But yeah. It was pretty cool. Uh, I, I have seen The Ass Boys live uh, and wrestled Multiple times um, at this point, but I never seen Billy Gunn lie. So I got to see Billy Gunn and Jeff Jarrett in one setting, and it was pretty cool and nostalgic. Billy Gunn and Jeff Jarrett still look the fucking same as they did in the fucking 90s, just a little bit more wrinkles. Billy Gunn just looked exactly the same, which is fucking scary. This dude is a brick house, almost 60. And Jeff Jarrett's, what, 55, and he looks great, you know? Um, he throws them Tennessee punches and everything else. He knows how to work the crowd and everything. You know, that's that's his time around Waller. <laughs> so, um, so, this match, I was really hoping for uh, a new champ on this one. I was really hoping for that one. Um, the match was okay. It was a fade-of-four-way um, what was that, yes, yeah, Fatal 4-Way tag team match. Um, it, it, um, I believe the Ass Boys won with some shenanigans or a roll-up, whatever. But, you know, it was alright. It was, it, it is what it is, okay? But then FTR came out. Their music hits, they came out. They beat up the Ass Boys. I guess Dax got cut while, um... Uh, beating up, was it Austin or Colton? One of them with their tape. They he got a paper cut. As I said that, he got a paper cut over the over over the right eye or left eye. Um, so he was like gushing some blood, and they made the attention known. So they gonna continue that feud, I guess. Um, I I told a, um I just said I told a theory to someone. I'm not gonna say who. You don't need to go and look that person up at all. Huh? Cause remember, I'm a private person. Alright. So anyway. I have a theory about FTR and why they're back. But um most likely you're gonna get the belts, you know. Um that's that's just that's just you know what it is. But I do see the acclaim going for the trio's titles. Even Jared and um Jared and, uh, Leto. Now, I know Sanjay, if he wanted to wrestle, he can wrestle. He can probably get into shape, but he's more now of a producer and stuff. Uh, I don't know. Maybe they are, um, trying to get Sacknum Singh. I haven't seen Sacknum Singh as much in the ring as much. Um, stuff for beating up Maria's old teacher from UQuest. That's about it. That's about it for Sacknum Singh. They probably will put them team together for a trio's title. Um, they do need some kind of, um, division besides AR Fox and Top Flight challenging the House of Black the next week, whatever like that. I would like to see a little mix up with that and stuff. Um, so anyway. So we get, we get from that. Um. We get from, uh, what was it, the tag team match. We already got through the, the, team, the TNT match, right? We already got through the women's match. So, I can't believe it. We're already here at the world title match, okay? So, I'm not going to break this down because it's going to be like literally an hour. You know, they share one fall apiece. Maxwell, Jacob Freeman throws a drink at a kid that he thought it was water. Because I'm assuming he thought it was water or he wouldn't have done it. Uh, moral morally um, it was filled with tequila and and vodka and Sprite probably so the kid was pretty upset I saw the rings I, I was there by the anger I was seeing they were calming that kid down he probably got a shitload of free merch probably a check knowing Tony Khan um, and everything Um, Brian Danielson and MJF, they put on a really good entertaining match. There was a funny part between MJF, between every time he won a fall, he got a bottle of water and downed it. (laughs) He literally went outside and he stayed hydrated. (laughs) He looked at shot, he sailed the emotions and everything like that. But when he uh, when they went to sudden death, because I knew they was going to go to sudden death, I, I, ended, I ended up yelling, where's Gorilla Marsoon when you need him? <laughs> Nobody got that reference. It was WrestleMania when Bret Hart and Shawn Michaels had the first ever Iron Man match. And Gorilla Marsoon said, this is going to now go on to sudden death. But it made Tony Schiavone do it. Which was cool, because Tony Schiavone hates MJF. You see him on the screen like just everybody, the crowd's going ah! you can't hear Tony Schiavone. But you can see Tony Schiavone getting excited and he gets up. That's the most thing. He gets up and he walks down the damn room and he tells Justin Roberts that it's going to be for sudden death. So they go for sudden death and Maxwell Jacob Frickman hits him with the oxygen tank and then puts him in the LaBelle lock and then Mm -hmm. He taps him out. And that was it. MJF ended up winning. And keeping his title. The match itself, it was an hour. So, the match itself, it was super entertaining. It was nice. Um, but, you know, as far as the whole pay-per-view, surprisingly short. Um, like I said, we're in central time. So, the pay-per-view started at 8. and end, I mean, it started at 4. Ended at 8. Which... If you were out of town there, there was a lot of shit to do. But we went ahead and called it an early night. We went in and went to bed. We went to our hotel room and we fell asleep because we got to get up at 3 o'clock in the morning to catch a plane. So <laughs> So um Yeah, so starts that long ass journey, right? But was it one of the pay-per-views I was looking forward to? No. I was really really looking forward to a double or nothing. But like I said, AEW's been kind of like and weak lately you know it's been kind of weak to me um so we're gonna have to see uh if i have to go ahead and give this pay-per-view an actual number i'll give it a a six out of ten all right there were some flaws and stuff they need to get a writer or something tony tony khan need to have somebody else booking Dynamite. He's been booking it for three weeks. I mean, three years straight, three four years straight, and just these fantasy matches and stuff. Now we need context, man. We need we need stories. We need like like a really good rivalry. They doing really good. Whoever's doing the elite shit, that's a long time storyteller. Where how Hangman Page ended up finding his way back. It where the Elite and Kenny Omega having his back, but Omega and Hangman still have tension between them two because of the world title thing. The Bucks and Hangman are already made amends with each other. They, the Bucks even asked Hangman to be his mystery partner. That's good storytelling. That went right back. That even goes right back to Moxley versus Omega when they had that fucking blood feud. This is a this is a rewritten. They doubled. I wouldn't say double turn. They turned Moxley heel, which it was talked about forever. They turned Moxley C- uh, Castanoli and Wheeler Hill. I don't know about Brian Danielson going heel. I think he was already he was heel ish already. You know, he does hellish things. He could do hellish things. But who else to be brung in the Blackpool Combat Club, you know, for his place? Because it seems like he's going to be taking some time off. That's the thing. I can't wait to actually, which is surprisingly, because I said I haven't been really looking forward to AEW in a while. I can't wait what next week's going to be. Fuck, fuck Rampage. Nobody watch Rampage. You got to watch BTE now. And, and Red Page. That's how you're going to find out what's going to happen between the Elite, pretty much. Because this is a long-term storytelling between Page and the Elite, how he wanted to be out. You know, how he wanted to be his own person. And he kept, you know, he kept bringing up the friend part and stuff. And, you know, while the Dark Order that has his back, it turns out the Elite still got his back. After everything they do. Friends fight. And that being said, I'm Bad News Bond. And you have just got done listening to Bond versus the World. I'll catch you later. Peace.
2: Homies used to just say, any streets don't play. Life is precious always. Count your blessings each day. Mom and dad gon' pray. Hoping that we get safe. And all the lies that we take will lay here in these graves. Tombstones with they names, heat without the propane, sunshine and no rain. Saying man it's gon' change, saying man it's gon' change. Maybe just in your brains. We wolf savage, tame predator, y'all ain't predator done y'all
0: brain Man, this ain't a fucking game. Lord, niggas better hit the floor. Bullets ain't got names, ain't no foreign territory. Like, woo, shit. We're from bad news. Everybody know the rules Kill it, be killed Man, that shit is up to you Niggas out here flat flatlining every day Kill your fucking family if you think you got away Doesn't really matter where you living anyways Lurking up your ass Cause you probably fucking pray like Whoa. Oh shit Thinking they don't know this Case closed, bitch. ain't that, you never know shit. Running and we gunning, nigga. Welcome to the jungle. Dog eat dog, never heard of a muscle. All about Uno, keep your mind in the shuffle. Cause niggas in the wild, everybody in the fire. doesn't storm living enemies in the meeting every size. Draw two, draw four, drop they ass every time. You push your key, dealing, get your money, Lord willing. Just try to eat 30k in the ceiling. No heroes or villains where we living, is a prison. Better watch your back, cause they wipe you off the map. 365, that's a war, where we at. All this set pressure, just asking for. Blessing, us think you get the pine body bag on stretcher Riding no limit, all real, no gimmicks Trying to make a living while your shorty at the clinic Niggas country slipping flags like you in the kitchen got down
2: Homies used to just say any streets don't play Life is precious always Count your blessings each day Mom and dad gon' pray Hoping that we get safe And all the lives that we take Will lay here in these graves Tone starts with their names. Heat without the propane. Sunshine and no rain. Say your man it's gon' change. Say your man it's gon' change. Maybe just in your brains. We wolf savage. untamed Predator, tanked right pray brain. Man, it's ain't a fucking game. Lord,
0: niggas better hit the floor. Bullets ain't got names. Ain't no foreign territory. Like, woo! Shit. Where from bad news. Everybody know the rules Kill it, be killed, man, that shit is up to you Niggas out here flat flatlining every day Kill your fucking family if you think you got away Doesn't really matter where you living anyways Lurking up your ass cause you probably fucking pray like Who? Oh shit Thinking they don't know this Case closed, bitch ain't every day, you never know Shit